0: Hey girl. Hey, welcome back to for your hot girl walk the perfect podcast for your hot girl walk My name is Teresa, and welcome back to the podcast Hopefully you are having an amazing monday fall is officially here The first day of fall was september 23rd. Hopefully you're getting those cozy fall vibes. I know I am I've like broken out some sweatshirts. I wore sweatpants to bed for the first time Like, it's been too hot recently, but, like, it was officially cold enough where I was like, oh, it's kind of cold. Like, maybe I need to wear some sweatpants. And so, I did. So comfy. I was like, this is making me so happy. So, yeah, definitely getting into the fall mood. And I did, like, a Starbucks fall drink taste test. I've, like, already tried most of them, but, like, I was like, you know what, I need to try them, like, back-to-back and get, like, an actual fall, like, drink taste test, so I did do that. Um, I haven't posted, like, the full review on TikTok yet, but preliminarily, my ranking of the drinks from best to worst was Pumpkin Cream Cold Brew. I've talked about that before. It is literally, like, my favorite drink from Starbucks, I think. It is just so good. It will do it for me every time. Number two is kind of crazy. It's like something that I was not expecting, but the pumpkin cream chai latte or whatever, that was so good. I did not like pin me as a chai person, but apparently I am when it's super sweet and has pumpkin cream cold foam that pumpkin cream cold foam is so delicious so i think that's also why i loved the chai with it i will say though that was second it could have been number one but one i like like the coffee flavor from the cold brew but two the chai just has like so much sugar in it i feel like a little bit like oh this pumpkin cream cold brew has sugar like it's fine whatever But the chai, I'm like, oh, this is like dessert. Like it has a ton of sugar, but it is delicious. So I feel like it is fun to get once in a while. Third, I would say is a pumpkin spice latte. I think that was the first time that I've ever actually had a pumpkin spice latte, which is kind of shocking. It was good, but like I wouldn't go out of my way to get it. Third was the apple crisp macchiato and then fourth was the apple crisp oat milk shaken espresso i ranged that one last because i literally like hate starbucks oat milk and so i couldn't sub that out for uh almond milk so it had to be low but yeah that was just a brief little ranking of my starbucks fall drinks if you want to celebrate fall with a delicious drink from Starbucks. I definitely think that you should, you know, kick off the week right. Um, But yeah, I feel like I just kind of jumped right into it, but I feel like I do have some updates, but I feel like this episode could be a little bit long, so I'm just going to get right into it. This episode is basically part two of my Florida journey when I visited Amanda. Last week's episode was part one where I talked about like my journey to Florida and then our Universal Day and SeaWorld Day but this second part is going to be like our chill day and of course our Disney Day so this will be an exciting episode again it's going to be pretty similar to like the format of our my last episode where it's going to be really focused on like my Florida trip but I feel like it's so fun to like recap so let's get into it okay so universal was thursday sea world was friday saturday was like our quote unquote chill day but it ended up not being so chill because we like had like these fun activities that we were gonna do and they were super fun don't get me wrong but it just wasn't like as relaxing as it was like by the end of the day we were still tired because we did so much but honestly that's kind of how i like some of my like trips and stuff because then i feel like i really did as much as i could So I wasn't mad about it, but it was just funny that we called it our chill day, but it was nice because we did sleep in. We went to sleep probably like late. I don't know. Y'all know how I am, but I think we both ended up getting up at around 10 30 and then we had to get ready to leave to go to Amanda's friend's daughter's birthday party. So lots of connections there it was this little girl's sixth birthday party she was so cute it was like a wakanda theme because like i guess that's her favorite movie like black panther and all of that and as you can imagine a six-year-old's birthday party there were a ton of kids running around and there were a ton of parents because obviously they're there with their children and then there's a bunch of like snacks food like, presents laying everywhere, like, a movie was playing on in the background. This was also in Florida, so obviously it was in Florida. I was visiting my friend in Florida, but, like, the weather, super hot, super humid, super muggy, but the windows and the doors were open because the kids were going back and forth from the backyard back into the house. So, overall, really hot and hectic, but I was, like, You know what, we'll see what becomes of this. It was actually like so fun. I didn't know I I didn't expect it to be that fun for a six-year-old that I didn't even know. But we went there. We went a little bit later than it like started. I think it started at like 10, but we didn't go until twelve because we definitely didn't want to be the first ones there. And it was just kind of like a come by when you can, I think. So we went at around 12 and the invitation to the party was so cute because it was this little girl saying like, please come to my party. There'll be pizza, bread, and strawberries. So as promised, there was pizza, bread, and strawberries. And also like just like a ton of different snacks and desserts and whatever. But the pizza was stuffed crust. And it was delicious. I honestly think that was the first time I've had, like, actual stuffed crust. And then there were strawberries and, like, cucumber, celeries, that kind of stuff. And then there was, like, a little bracelet-making, like, station. Because if you watched Black Panther, you know they have those, like, beads that... I don't even know what they're called, like I forget what they're called, but basically they have like healing powers and they have like communication powers, blah blah blah. So like very high tech, but basically they had a friendship bracelet making station where you could like make those type of bracelets. So they had a ton of beads and like some circle beads that looked like the beads from the movie. And so Amanda and I basically spent all of our time there making some bracelets. I made her one, she made me one, and then I also made myself a different one. But then there were also some kids there and they would just be kind of like hovering and then I was like, oh, do you want to make like a bracelet too? And they were like, yeah. And let me just say, like, I don't know what I was expecting from these six-year-olds, but they were honestly all so polite and so cute. Like, there was this one girl who like came over and she was just like, okay, I'm gonna make a bracelet, and then she was just, like, picking out beads. She was like, does anyone want these beads? Does anyone want these beads? And then at one point, she was like, okay, I'm gonna go play, but can you make me a bracelet? I really like cats, and then she just ran off, and there's this other girl that was, like, adult, like, an adult that was making bracelets with us, and she was like, How the heck am I going to make a cat bracelet? Because there were like a ton of colorful beads, as you can imagine, and nothing to deal with cats. And so I was like, oh my gosh, let's make it like neutral colors, like black, brown, tan, cream, and tell her that it's the color of cats. And so when she eventually came back, she was like out of breath because she was running around. And then we showed her her cat bracelet, which was like the color of cats. And we explained, yeah, it's all of these colors because they're the color of cats. And she was like, <gasps> and she was so shook. She was so excited, and I thought that was so cute because she was just like so happy about it. And then there was this like other little boy that wanted to make some bracelets too. And then when we were talking about the cats, he, like, looked at me and he, like, raised his hand, which I thought was so cute. I was like, oh my gosh, he's raising his hand. And he was like, um, excuse me, I also have two cats. And then he started talking about his two cats and I was like, these children are just so precious and they were so cute And at one point, the birthday girl, I think, got, like, hurt, so she started crying. But then, like, one of her friends came and, like, hugged her and was trying to, like, calm her down. And, like, overall, it was just a 10 out of 10 experience, literally the kids were so cute and also the mom was like a super mom because she was obviously juggling taking care of all the kids making sure they were having a good time but then also like entertaining the adults and making sure they were like taken care of and like if someone was like alone they would like try she would try to like pair them up with someone and introduce them to each other so she was just like super mom to be so honest she was just like on top of it So, overall, it was just, like, a super cute birthday party, and we're, like, okay, we'll just stay for, like, 30 minutes to, like, 45 minutes to kind of, like, say hi and just, like, make, like, show face, basically, but I think we ended up staying, like, two hours because it was just kind of, like, a fun time and super unexpected, but definitely so fun and then after the birthday party it was a little bit like out of the way like it was maybe like 30 ish minutes from everything else so we drove 30 minutes there and then like 30 minutes to the outlet mall which was our next destination and y'all i was so excited about this because i haven't been to an outlet mall in so long like i don't even remember the last time i've been to one and i was especially excited about this one because they had a lululemon outlet store like, I have never been to a Lulu outlet, but, like, I've seen some of the hauls that people get on TikTok, and I was like, I want to visit a Lululemon outlet store so badly. And let me just say, it was everything that I could have, like, wanted. Obviously, there were some stuff that, like, I wish they had, like, scubas and stuff like that, but I think that they don't have that, like, later on in the day, because we probably got there to run, like, three, I want to say. I don't even remember. But... It was definitely like a good experience i ended up getting like a lot of stuff well not a lot of stuff just like a decent amount of stuff so i got like a drawstring bag because i used that as a gym bag but i got it for forty dollars from lululemon website because it was on sale but then it was even cheaper at the outlet for thirty dollars so i got two of those because my sister wanted one and then i'm just gonna return my forty dollar one So like girl math I made 10 bucks just from that and then I also got two like a cloud sports bras I have the airy dupe of these and don't get me wrong I love the airy dupes, but like I feel like after I wear it like a couple of times Like it kind of stretches out and then the hold isn't as good So I have to like wash it and dry it to kind of like shrink it again But I feel like that's not really good for your athletic wear because it just like over time it like compromises the quality of it but I got the lululemon like a cloud and I got two of them because it was like buy two sports bras for $70 and I was like wow a steal but she ended up putting them in the register as $30 so I actually got two for 60 so I was like okay that was even a better deal and it's like cute colors too it's like a purple and then like a mint green so super cute and then I also ended up getting a skort um, it's a skirt that I probably would have gotten in store too, like I would be willing to pay full price for it, but it was on sale, I think also for like 35 bucks or something like that. So, all across the board, super good deals. I wish there was a lululemon outlet closer to me because I would be going all the time, but at the same time, I'm like, maybe it's a good thing that there's not one around me because I would be going all the time and spending all my money, but it was definitely fun to go to and... Every time I'm in Orlando, I mean, I don't really know the next time I'm gonna be in Orlando, but I would go back to that store and see if I could get some more good finds because it was kind of ridiculous. They had so many things. They had like a lot of clothes for like guys too. They had some jackets. They had a ton of align leggings and like shorts and skorts and all of the above. They literally had so much. And I really was restraining myself, but I think I could have gone even harder but I was like, I don't necessarily need to get more things. But the stuff that I did get was like super good. And like, I would have been willing to pay full price for them. So I feel like that was a for sure sign that they were like good purchases. So that was like the Lulu outlet. And then we also went to American Eagle. And y'all know I love my American Eagle airy type of situation. And the American Eagle. They had like a ton of stuff on sale as well and I ended up getting this bikini. Um, It was like $5 for the top and $5 for the bottom so overall $10 and I feel like $10 for a full like set is so good because I feel like bikinis can get kind of like expensive like a top itself could just be like 40 bucks and I already have this exact bikini in a hot pink and also kind of like a leaf color, but I just love. This swimsuit I feel like it's so flattering on me and I was like, why wouldn't I get the same thing in another color if it's one cheap, two, I love it, three, flattering, so I was like, of course I have to get this, so I got those and then I also got um two packs of socks and each pack had two pairs, so I got a total of four pairs of socks and they were so cute, they were also only $5 for a pack and they were like pink and orange and like had the lettuce edge and i was like i feel like these will be so cute with my uggs like the ultra mini platforms and then i also have pink birkenstock bostons like i feel like it would look so cute with those as well and also my HOGAs because i have like a kind of like pinkish orange color and so those socks with those HOGAs would also be so cute i also think that they would be like cute with like a classic white tennis shoe so i was like I have to get these I'm always like on the hunt for some cute socks that can go with like my shoes So I definitely loved those. I was like so excited to get those and then I think that's all that I got from American Eagle Um, but yeah, it was such a good find and then there's also a starbucks So I got a little bit of a refresher because I was getting a little bit tired And let me just say, like, I drank, like, a coffee or two during my trip in Florida, but it was just, like, so hot that I felt like coffee also kind of felt, like, heavy and would, like, kind of, like, weigh me down almost. So, when I was in Florida, I feel like I was more of a refresher girly because, It really is in the name. Those drinks are so refreshing and they do have like a teeny bit of caffeine so I feel like it would give me like the boost that I needed and also it doesn't like make me go to the bathroom like a coffee does. So I was definitely on my refresher grind when I was in Florida but at the Starbucks they also had like a cute cup. So I got, like, a little Starbucks cup um, with my stars because I feel like that's the best way to use your stars because it's, like, the most bang for your buck because it's, like, 400 stars for up to a $20 item. So it's definitely, like, the best deal versus, like, spending 200 stars on, like, a $7 coffee. Like, that math, like, it's just not as worth it to spend it on something like that. So I definitely like to use it on the cups, but also use your stars however you want them. But so I got a cute little cup and I felt like that was like my perfect Florida souvenir. Like whenever I use that cup, I can be like, oh, I got this when I was visiting Amanda when we were in Florida. And so that was so nice. Um, Yeah, the outlet mall, honestly, was just like a 10 out of 10. So fun. And then by the time we were done shopping, I would say it was around like 430 30 and amanda was like we should get our nails done because she hasn't had them done in a while and she wanted to get them done and i feel like i don't really get my nails done anymore unless it's for like a special occasion or if i'm like with friends and like we want to do it because i feel like getting your nails is also like a very social thing to do So I was like, yeah, I'm down. And so we went to get our nails done. I was kind of scared because the place that she found, like their sign was off of the building and they had like a certain tint on their windows that made it look like blacked out. And I was like, are they even open? But then on their website, it said it was open. And so we're like, okay, let's go. And then we went in and it was actually like so nice in there. Like it was beautiful and it was like huge. And then there were only like, There's only, like, one other person getting a pedicure. But when we started getting our nails done, like, more people started coming in. And I was like, okay, this is making me feel better. Like, more and more people coming in. So it's, like, it's obviously a known place and people get their nails done there. So that was good. I just did, like, a classic gel manicure with like short nails. I thought I was getting like a white sparkly nail, but it kind of ended up being like an iridescent nail that's kind of like purplish bluish pink. They're really pretty. It's just not what I was expecting. But when he was like, Do you like this? I I was not gonna be like uh no. So I was like, yeah, it's nice. And then like it definitely has grown on me because at first I was like this isn't what I wanted. But it ended up being okay. And like there were two fingers that were like a little bit rough And so, I was just kind of feeling them. And then, like, a lady came over and she's like, um, is everything okay? And then I explained. I was like, yeah, like, it's fine. But these two nails are a little bit rough. And so, then she got, like, the nail guy and he came and, like, fixed it. Which was super, like, unusual for me. Because I feel like I would be like, you know what? It's fine. Like, I don't want to go through this trouble of, like, getting them fixed. But he fixed them and I was so happy because I feel like it would have bugged me for the rest of the time I have these nails and gel lasts a long time and it's already been like two weeks and like they still look really good so imagine like two weeks of just being like this bump is annoying me I think it would have driven me crazy and I would have like taken it off myself but because he fixed it I can enjoy them for longer. And honestly, like they still look really good. They look like a little bit grown out, but like you can't really tell. So I'm gonna rock with them for as long as I can and then probably redo them myself because we have a gel kit. And i feel like i might have mentioned that before but it ended up being like 45 dollars for the manicure which is like fun to do once in a while but for me personally i'm like that is just like a lot of money that like i would rather spend on clothes or something so if i could just do my nails at home i would rather do that but it was ended up being perfect timing because we got our nails done and then we were done at around like 5:45 and Amanda is Catholic so she was like do you want to go to church with me? But Sunday we were going to Disney so we couldn't really go on Sunday and so we went to Saturday mass and this is my first time going to mass I am like Christian but I'm not like Catholic so that whole like mass type of situation was completely new to me like never experienced it before like I kind of had like a general idea because some of my other friends are Catholic and like they've talked about it and obviously I've been friends with Amanda for so long at this point like I knew kind of generally what it was just because I've known her so we went to mass it was definitely very interesting it's not like any type of service I've ever been to before like I feel like the churches that I go to are more like contemporary or whatever the word is where it's like more non-traditional and they have like music and like a band and like the sermon itself I feel like is the chunk of the church service time like the first 15 minutes or so it's like songs music and then you have like the sermon which could be like anywhere from like 30 to 40 minutes and then you end out with like a couple more songs but mass i feel like was a whole different experience to me like i feel like there are a lot of like ceremonial procedures or whatever and i was just not used to it and the sermon itself i feel like was really short and to me i feel like i didn't really like gather a lot from it but also i was just like taking in so many new things at once so maybe i just like I didn't really know what to expect so maybe that's why too but it was definitely cool to experience and like the cathedral or whatever it was like pretty. There was like stained glass and it was just like overall um a good experience, I would say. But then after that, we went to get dinner and we went to this place called Tijuana Flats, which I think is like a chain. I think there's a ton of locations in Florida, but then like outside of Florida there's like a few locations. Like I knew like I looked it up because it was actually like so good. I was like, "Are there any in Boston or whatever?" But I think there was one in North Carolina. And yeah, I don't really know where else I'm assuming they would be like in texas too But I didn't see their website was kind of like hard to maneuver But it was actually like so good I just got like a shrimp burrito bowl and like the shrimp was really good Amanda also got like some chips and queso the chips and queso were really good And it was just like a fun experience and we were able to eat outside and because it was like 7 30-ish p.m. by the time we ate dinner, like it wasn't hot anymore, so like the sun was setting, it was breezy, it was just like beautiful outside. So that was definitely fun. And then after we ate dinner, we went back to Amanda's place and then we watched a movie and we watched Starstruck. I haven't seen that movie in literal years, but it was kind of funny because I was like, that would be a good movie to watch, and then we ended up watching it and you know it was good and it was like fun to like talk about it and like you know like those fun little like conversations you have during the movie with your friends like it was just like that type of vibe so it was definitely a good day but as you can hear like it was definitely like eventful so we still did a lot even though it was our chill day but like I feel like I wouldn't want it any other way and then after we watched the movie it was time for us to get ready for bed um I was also kind of stressing out because the next day was Disney and you might be thinking Teresa why would you be stressed out about going to Disney well it's because I wanted to get like the genie passes and also like reservations for the certain rides and all of that jazz and like I was just like oh my gosh I have to do this as soon as possible because I don't want things to close up because we only have one day at Disney like I don't want to miss out on certain things because like I didn't do it like at a right time and so basically what my game plan was was I wanted to get Genie Plus Park Hopper so based off of their website like Disney's website it was like you can get Genie Plus I think it's like a different amount like a different price for every park but for park hopper it was $20 and Magic Kingdom and I think Epcot parks if you just got those individually were also $20 so I was like why wouldn't I get the park hopper because we were going to Magic Kingdom first which was $20 so I was like it just makes sense to be able to use it everywhere so I got it for both of us because I didn't want Amanda to pay for it because like if it weren't for me she wouldn't really feel the need to get the genie plus so she also like like paid not paid for everything but like got me into the parks and like I, like, was staying at her place, she, like, picked me up from the airport, like, I was like, you know what, this is only right. So, I got us the Genie Plus, so that got us, like, the Lightning Lane for certain Disney rides, and the way Disney describes it is you can get, like, two to three rides with the Genie Plus But let me just tell you right now we got 10 so we got way more than what Disney like suggests that you'll be able to do and one was because I was like constantly on my phone like trying to refresh and get like another lightning lane so I think you can definitely get way more than two to three with Genie Plus if you play the system right. So I got that and then I also bought individual Lightning Lanes for Rise of the Resistance and also the Guardians of the Galaxy ride because those rides, like, you couldn't use the typical Genie Plus for. You had to buy individually and those were two rides that I was, like, for sure wanted to go on so i got those i think rise of the resistance was 20 dollars each person and then guardians was like 15 each person but again i thought it was worth it because it was like my one day at disney and collectively getting all of those like fast passes for me and amanda was still cheaper than me buying like a one day ticket to Disney so I was like that is so worth it because like I want to do as much as I can like obviously Disney is for the fun and the vibes and the ambiance, but like I also want to do all the rides like based off of my last podcast you know we did basically everything at Universal like I am a rides girl I want to do all of them so I thought it was definitely worth the investment to be able to do as much as possible so basically disney day we wake up i set my alarm for like six fifty because i wanted to get into the virtual queue for tron so tron is also one of those rides where you could either buy like an individual lightning lane or get into their virtual queue the virtual queue it's not like a guaranteed you'll be able to ride but like it's a way that you can ride so I woke up and like I was ready to go for Tron and like I joined the virtual queue right as it hit 7. I even pulled up my computer to also see the time so I could literally see like the seconds not just the minutes. So by the time it was like six fifty nine fifty, 50 like on my computer I was like oh my gosh it's about to turn 7. I have to be ready to get this virtual queue and it worked because we got the virtual queue we got like 44 and tron is kind of like a shorter ride so i was like okay we're definitely good to go like we got the virtual queue for tron and then after that i bought the genie plus and well i actually bought the genie plus at midnight because like you could buy it the day of that you're going so i got it at midnight and then i made my first selections at 7 a.m and you make your selections like as as like the day goes on so you can only choose one at a time so my first genie plus selection i did space mountain because that was in ep or not epcot that was in magic kingdom and we were doing magic kingdom first so i did lightning lane for that and then i felt good because i got all that i wanted and then i also bought like the rise and the guardians lightning lanes after so after that we we're on our way. We got ready. We went to Disney. We wanted to rope drop it. We basically did, I want to say that it opened at nine. I can't remember now, but basically we got there a little bit after nine, but it was still early enough. Again, we were so blessed with Disney crowds and SeaWorld crowds and Universal crowds. Like, I just think that that was like a really good weekend to go. Like, there weren't that many people. But the first thing we did was we went straight back to Big Thunder Mountain. And that's like at the back of the park. So I think because it was still like basically park open, we were able to do that super quickly. We basically like walked on. Like there was literally no wait at all. So we got on it. I think we were front row too. So within the first like 20 minutes of us being in the park, we already got our first ride done. So we did Big Thunder Mountain. And then in that area, we did the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. And that's just like kind of like the boat ride where it's like kind of like you just go through. And I was like, you know what? I just want to do as much as possible. So we also did that because the line was super low and I feel like that line can get kind of high sometimes. And then after that, we did the Jungle Cruise ride and that also was super low weight, like It was so little and that one definitely gets up. I think we ended up waiting like 10 minutes, but by the time we were done, the wait time was already up to like 45 minutes because like the ride itself, if you can call it a ride, is like kind of long. So I think it does take a while to get like people through it just because of the length of the ride. But then after Jungle Cruise, we made our way over to Space Mountain because that was the time for our genie plus reservation space mountain obviously a 10 out of 10 it was so fun and with genie plus you also get like your ride pictures so we got our picture for the ride so that was cool and so the way that genie plus works is that once you like scan your phone to let like the system know that you arrived at your ride and you like scanned in for your genie plus that makes you eligible to like make another re- reservation for a different ride so that's kind of what i meant by like if you are constantly on your phone like you can play around with your reservations and get like another one super quick so the minute we like scanned into space mountain I was already on the disney app to like get another genie plus reservation so while we were still in line for space mountain i got another reservation and i got the buzz lightyear like shooting game for genie plus so that was like the move so after we did space mountain we basically went directly to the buzz lightyear ride with genie plus again like the wait time was super low because we had that so we played the buzz lightyear game And then we did the people mover. I feel like the people mover is like a really good one because it's like, like relaxing and cool, but also you get to see a lot of the park. And so that's always a good one to do if you're like beat, but you still want to be doing something at Disney. We weren't beat at that point because it was still kind of like the morning, but I was like, I still want to do it because I feel like it's kind of like iconic. Like when you think of Disney, I feel like some of the iconic things are like the people mover to me at least. So we did the people mover and then by the time we were done with that it was time for our Tron virtual queue like they let you know when it's time for you to go up. So we were 44 and I think by the time we were done with the people mover it was like from 40 to 44. So we were eligible to go to the Tron ride and so we made our way over the whole like thing when you're walking up is cool because it's like a whole type of like canopy situation but you have to like scan in or whatever and amanda knows a ton of people at all of the parks at this point because she works at disney she works at universal she works at SeaWorld, she like knows like a ton of people like because a lot of them also do like performing but they have like different roles at the park so we went to tron and the guy that was scanning our lightning lanes he was like oh my god and like Amanda was like oh my gosh hey and so they were chatting for a little bit and then he was like wait are you virtual queue or lightning lane and we were like virtual queue and he was like girl and then he like scanned our tickets again and then we were able to get lightning lane so he like switched us from virtual queue to the lightning lane and the lightning lane I think for that ride was like 12 bucks but he just did it for us for free So that was amazing, shout out him, I forgot his name, but he was so nice to do that for us. So we got to the Tron ride, and of course we had the lightning lane because of his generosity. So we did that ride. Again, the wait time, not that long because we had the lightning lane. But I think even with the virtual queue, it wouldn't have been like terrible. It definitely would have been longer, I think. But if you can, I feel like doing it with virtual queue is like good because I don't think it was worth the money to pay to go on the ride. Unless like, of course that is like your top ride. It's just like the ride itself was kind of short but I will say it was super fun. Like there are multiple times where it kind of just like shoots you off and you're in like a type of bike and it kind of like, there's like a contraption that kind of like holds your midsection I guess and that's kind of like your buckle and you're just kind of like leaning like you're on a motorcycle so it's definitely not like anything that I've been on like it was super fun I I do think it was like a really good roller coaster like it was also super smooth which makes sense because it's like one of their newer rides so it was like super fun like I would definitely do it again it depends on how long the wait time would be though but anyways After we did Tron, we got some lunch. We got these, like, mini corn dogs and fries. I also got, like, a Starbucks drink because I didn't get any caffeine yet. And then when we were eating lunch, it was the parade. So, it was perfect timing because we got to eat lunch on Main Street, which is where the parade goes by. So, we had, like, lunch and a show. And at this point, we basically did most of the stuff in Magic Kingdom. There were just a few other things that I wanted to do. So, we did the country bears i didn't necessarily want to do this one but this is one of amanda's favorite things in disney so we did the country bears i was like okay do we have to do this but she was like i'm letting you take control for most of the day but this is like a non-negotiable you have to do this and it was a good experience i will say um i'm happy i did it especially because they are changing it so like this is one of the last times i'll be able to do like the original country bears before they change it to whoever knows what they're changing it to so it was nice to do country bears and then we did the winnie the pooh ride with the genie plus access so we got on that one super quick i just like really like winnie the pooh like the last time i went to disney when i was like in high school i got like a winnie the pooh pillow pillow pet And I just think that he's, like, so cute. So I really wanted to do that ride. And then we did Philharmonic, which is, like you know, like that 3D movie type of situation, and that was also so good. I feel like Philharmonic is a classic. It's just like so good. We also did that with Genie Plus, so again, literally no wait, which was amazing, and then the only ride that we didn't really get to do at Magic Kingdom that I kind of wanted to do was the Peter Pan ride, but I was like, I've done that one before, and it's kind of the same every time, So, I didn't need to do it. And, like, our time was limited. Like, we still had two other parks we were hoping to go to. So, I was like, you know what? Philharmonic is a great way to end Magic Kingdom. Super iconic. And then, after Magic Kingdom, we went over to Epcot. And Epcot, like, our first Genie Plus reservation was for the Ratatouille ride. And I did the Ratatouille ride in France, like, Disneyland Paris. And I think that the Ratatouille rides like are the same because like in both of them they kind of speak English and French. So it was definitely fun. It wasn't like an incredible ride but like I love Ratatouille and I was like you know what we have the fast pass. We might as well do it. I think the regular queue was like 50 minutes but we had the fast pass. So again super convenient immediately after Uh, ratatouille we also got the genie plus for a test track and let me just say the test track genie was like super lucky of us because like we really wanted to do that ride but like it said it was unavailable the next one wasn't until like way later and i was like that's kind of a waste because you can't get one while like like let's say it's 2 p.m and you have a 5 p.m reservation for a test track like you have to go three hours without getting any of the genie plus rides so i was like if it's like at 5 p.m that's a little bit late i'd rather do rides that are like Earlier, because like one of my main priorities obviously was just getting as much done as possible but by the time we were like done with ratatouille and stuff test track became available so i was able to switch our genie plus i don't even know what we had before to test track which was incredible because i really wanted to do test track but i was not willing to wait like 50 minutes for it if you can tell i am willing to pay to not have to wait and being able to get genie plus for the test track was so fun because i feel like that ride is kind of like iconic you go super fast you can build your car like that was super fun and being able to do that with the lightning lane was amazing And then epcot is where the guardians of the galaxy ride is and i bought our lightning lane like in the afternoon for guardians because i knew we would be in epcot at around that time so after we did test track we did the guardians ride and this was our last ride in epcot it was so fun i really didn't know what to expect because like I didn't hear like any spoilers about it like i didn't really care about spoilers too much but also like i wasn't researching it like i wasn't going out of my way to find anything out about the ride so kind of going into it blind i didn't really know too much but it was so fun i am a roller coaster girl this was so fun it was so smooth And, like, it was just so cool, because at one point, you're, like, circling around the moon, or you're circling around different planets, and you're just, like, going in a circle, and you're getting, like, super close to it. Like, it is so cool. Like, I was just trying to take in everything. Like, that ride was so fun. I would love to do that over and over and over again. Obviously, we couldn't, but, like, that might have been one of my favorite rides like of the weekend definitely I think my favorite ride at Disney like it was just so fun like I I'm raving about it like it was just so good like I can't explain it but we also got like in the front row of the cart like it if you know like how certain roller coasters are there's like two rows per cart and so we got the front row so we also didn't have anyone like blocking the view in front of us so it was just like so good like I am just like imagining it now and I was just like wow take me back it was so good I am recording this like on a Sunday so I meant to record them like kind of like last week's episode and this week's episode I wanted to record them like back to back so I wouldn't forget anything but you know life just got in the way so I'm recording it on Sunday and so this is like two weeks after the fact because we went on we went to Disney on Sunday But even still, I feel like, like, I am remembering the ride so clearly because it was just so fun. Like, I just want to do it again. It's also kind of crazy, though, because I'm thinking about it and I was like, I was literally there two weeks ago. But it also does at the same time feel like a lifetime ago just because I've had, like, work, I've done other things. But it's just kind of crazy how time works anyway that was our last ride at epcot i did want to do soren but it was getting a little bit later in the day and we had to go to hollywood studios and there were a lot of rides at hollywood studios that we needed to do and i've done soren a lot of times because that's like my mom's favorite ride so whenever we went to disney like we would do soren a ton because that was what she wanted to do a lot So, like, I was like, I've done Soren like, I don't need to do it again, even though, like, it would be nice, like, we gotta prioritize. So, after the Guardians ride, we kind of walked back out of Epcot, we also saw, like, a teeny bit of the Moana feature, like, there's this new type of, like, water feature for Moana in Epcot, and... There was like special previews for employees and whatever. Amanda was able to get it, but she couldn't get it for when I was there because she was trying to do it so that we could do it together, but it wasn't available. But you know what? It was fine. Like, I feel like I've seen some TikToks about it. Like It did look cool, but like it wasn't the end of the world that I couldn't do it it's just an excuse to go back another day. But anyways, after that, I made a genie reservation for Tower of Terror over in Hollywood Studios. This was our last destination for the day. We didn't do Animal Kingdom because I feel like the only stuff I wanted to do in Animal Kingdom was like the Avatar stuff, but i like you couldn't buy more than two individual lightning lanes and i already bought the rise of the resistance and guardians of the galaxy so i wasn't even able to buy the uh, avatar ride so i was like there was no guarantee that we would be able to do it plus there's just like a lot of distance between the parks, so it would just be a lot of travel time so we're like you know what we're not going to do avatar so we're just not going to go to animal kingdom And so, our last destination was Hollywood Studios, because we also were going to do the Fantasmic show at the end of the day. Like, that's Hollywood Studios, like, night celebration type of thing. Basically, we went to Hollywood Studios, we did Tower of Terror, honestly, both of our, like, one of our favorite rides there, like, that ride gives you such an intense stomach drop feeling, and we both love that feeling, so... Tower of Terror 10 out of 10 so fun after that genie plus we got dinner and we just went to like this random place like it was nice for what it was I just got like a chicken sandwich and fries and whatever and there was this one ride that I really wanted to do because I have never done it and it was the runaway railway and the genie plus for that wasn't like available it kept on saying like unavailable or the next one wasn't until like 7 8 p.m but that was way too late because it was like kind of out of the way and we had like our star wars reservation from what i bought so like it just wasn't working out but as we were eating it became available for basically like the time when we would be done eating So I was so happy when it became available, I immediately got it. I was literally on my phone for probably 20 minutes trying to get this Runaway Railway genie reservation because i really wanted to do it and like i would be willing to wait up to like 30 minutes for this ride but for some reason this roller coaster it was it's not even a roller coaster it's like one of those trackless rides it was up to like 50 to like 60 minutes wait time and i was like we are running out of time like i literally cannot afford this and so when we had the genie plus for runaway railway i was so happy that was one of like my favorite genie plus experiences ever i was like oh my gosh coming in clutch we were able to do the ride it honestly also was one of my favorite rides at disney like it was that type of like old mickey mini cartoon style and i liked those shorts growing up and like i used to watch them on youtube so it was definitely nostalgic the ride itself was super fun so i'm super happy that i was able to do it honestly it rivals the ratatouille ride like the ratatouille ride is not like particularly like super special like i just love it a lot because of like ratatouille but i feel like the runaway railway which is like so fun and cute and so i definitely liked that ride and then after we did the runaway railway we did the toy story like shooting game and that one we also had the genie plus and that one was also so fun like I feel like I haven't done that type of shooting game in a while I feel like all the other shooting games are like with the trigger but this one is like with the pulley or whatever so that was also super fun and then after that Toy Story ride we were able to get Millennium Falcon also with Genie Plus and This was my first time doing, like, any of the Star Wars rides, so Millennium Falcon um, was so cool. I feel like I'm not even that much of a Star Wars, like, girl, like i'll watch it like the old movies i didn't really watch all of the like more recent releases i watched with my family like we'd go to the theater and watch them so like i obviously know enough about star wars but the millennium falcon ride was so cool like i as even like not a super hardcore star wars fan i could appreciate how cool everything was like it felt like i was actually in the battleship And the way it works is, like, there are three separate roles. There are two pilots, two, like, gunners, which are, like, shooters, and then two engineers. Amanda and I were engineers, and basically, you just, like, hit certain buttons when they light up to, like, fix the battleship if you get shot or if you, like, crash into stuff or, like, putting on boosters. Like, there are certain flips and switches that you just have to do. So, it was really cool. It literally felt like we were in, like, the Millennium Falcon, like, it was so cool like I think it was also one of my favorites I keep on saying that about all these rides but like honestly Disney was popping off with these rides like they were so fun and then after Millennium Falcon we had the rise of the resistance and that was the ride that I bought with lightning honestly I wish I hadn't bought it it was like $20 for each person and the standby wait time was like 20 minutes and we ended up waiting like 20 minutes so i felt like it wasn't necessarily worth it i guess it was worth it in the sense that we had like peace of mind that we would be able to do that ride but at the same time i was like ugh, i wish we like i wish i hadn't bought it because like we could have done it still but it ended up being fine like it was still super fun the rise of the resistance ride Again, not a super hardcore Star Wars fan, but it was just, like, so cool. Like, the attention to detail for everything was, like, impeccable. Like, I thought I was in one of these, like, huge spaceship, battleship type of situations. Like, at one point when you walk in, obviously this episode also has, like, spoilers. I feel like I should have given a warning earlier on, but, like, you probably picked up that there would be spoilers on these rides. But anyways... For the Rise of the Resistance there's one part where like those like stormtroopers or whatever they're called there's just like a whole room of them and it looks like so intense and you're like oh my gosh and then like the workers for the ride are also like in character like super serious like put that away, like, stand here, stand there, move quickly, like, they were, like, in character as well, so it was definitely super cool, and then, like, just the ride itself, it was also, like, a trackless ride, but then there are certain parts where, like, it dropped, and you're just, like, oh my gosh, I was not expecting that out of a trackless ride, and it was just, like, super well done, like, it was just so cool, it felt like I was actually in, like, a Star Wars movie, like, the attention to detail was just crazy but basically that was the last ride that we did at that point it was like eight something and Fantasmic was starting soon so we had these little snack passes because amanda had one and then her roommate gave us three because like they both worked there and they had these snack passes so we were able to get like a little bit of a mickey ice cream for free and then. We rushed on over to Fantasmic, and this was my first time doing that. I feel like every time that I've been to Disney, like we've only watched like the fireworks and magic kingdom or epcot or stuff like that like we never did like phantasmic in hollywood studios and it was honestly so cool it was packed it was like kind of like a half stadium type of situation and every seat was full we were in the very back we were like standing on the bleachers because we couldn't really see but like once we were standing we were okay but it was like so cool it was kind of like a water show but like music there were some fireworks there were also some like live actors and dancers and stuff so it was definitely cool definitely fun to see um and it was kind of interesting because like Amanda was like the first time I saw it like I cried and like when I took one of my other friends she cried and I was like why are you crying like isn't this just like a show but I got it because like when I was watching it I was like tearing up and I was like why am I tearing up like I don't know I think it's just because like it was so nostalgic and like I feel like certain music just moves me and so in combination with the music and just like the the grandiose display of everything like it did like move me to tears I wasn't like sobbing but I definitely was tearing up like it was really good the only downside is once it's done it is a nightmare getting out because there's just like one entrance slash exit and there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people here so everyone trying to get out all at once was not the most fun, but eventually we did get out, and then after that, we just drove home, and that was our Disney day. So, as you can tell, we did a ton at Disney. It was totally worth it getting the genie plus. We ended up getting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten rides with genie plus when they say that you would get around two to three on average. So I like we definitely got our money's worth for that one so it was so good and then monday amanda had rehearsal from nine to five and i obviously had work so i just worked from home at her apartment i just worked on my laptop and then so begins my nightmare trip home if you remember last week's episode i was like i had a nightmare journey home But I would recap it next week. Well, this week is technically last week's next week, if you can follow along with that. So it's time to get in on my nightmare journey. But first, I forgot. I did get First Watch also delivered to Amanda's place. I got like a pancake and also like a hash type of situation. It was so good. It was like my breakfast and also lunch. So 10 out of 10, love First Watch every time. Anyways, after First Watch, I got everything packed up I like like took down the air mattress whatever like cleaned up whatever and just made sure that everything was good to go that my back bags were all packed up and then I called an uber to the freaking airport and this was during the week where it was super rainy in Boston it's actually super rainy right now I'm actually kind of curious if I'll be able to hear like the rain in the background because it's like raining right now Anyways, I get in the Uber, and I'm just checking to see if everything is okay, like, I, he was like, oh, which terminal, I was like, oh, let me just check really quick, like, double check, and so... I go into my Southwest app and I look and I see my first flight. I had a layover. My first flight, totally fine. I'm like, yep, this is the correct terminal, like carry on. And then I just swipe over to my next flight because like they were separate because it was a layover. What do I see? Delayed. Delayed like three hours. And I'm like, huh? Because originally I wasn't supposed to land, I was supposed to land in Boston at like 11 but with the delay I wasn't landing until like 1 30 ish and I was like what is this and then I looked and it was like because of weather blah 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 like you can change your flight completely free of charge to like a different day but they never emailed texted messaged gave an alert from the app at all like i wouldn't have known that it was delayed unless i looked at the app which eventually i ended up doing but by the time i looked it was already like 4 p.m and i was on my way to the airport so all of the flights that i could have taken that would have been earlier were already departed because it was like too late but i'm like southwest like i get you can't control the weather but like they didn't send an email out that, like, all of the flights, like, the flight would be delayed and we could change our flight for free to a different day if we wanted to. Like, if I had known that, I would have, like, messaged Amanda and been like, is this okay? And, like, obviously she would have said yes because I ended up telling her later on and she was like, oh, you could have, like, stayed another day. Like, I could have changed my flight to Tuesday and just, like, worked from home on Tuesday and then gone back to Boston that day instead of having to worry about this freaking layover that would be like hours long but I was like I'm already on my way to the airport like there's no telling if tomorrow's gonna be any different like because Sunday all the flights to Boston were basically canceled and I was like what if that happens again like maybe just this delay is worth handling So, I ended up just going to the airport. I was so annoyed because, like, if I had known earlier, I would have changed my flight to the next day, but it was just, like, too late. I was already on my way. Like, I didn't know how you tell the uber actually can you like take me back and like cancel like i didn't know how that situation worked so i just went to the airport and got through security just fine i had tsa pre check clear so i was through in a jiffy and then i had my first flight no problem and then that's when the layover began and it was just like kind of like so long i ended up getting some dinner if anything i was happy it was at bwi Because, like, they have been redoing that airport for a while now. So, it's definitely, like, updated. But still, being in any airport for hours on end is never fun. If it were St. Louis, I hate that airport so much. There's literally nothing in there. I think I would have, like, turned that Uber around myself. I'd be like, no, get me out of here. Like, I can't have that long of a layover in St. Louis. But because it was BWI, I was like, okay, I can handle this. So, I went there, I got some dinner, and then I went back to the gate that we were supposed to be at, because by that time, it was kind of late, it was like 9, 10, 11pm, and like the rest of the airport is pretty empty. But, obviously, our gate had, like, a lot of people because everyone else on that flight also had the delight, obviously. So, we were just all sitting there. And, at one point, Amanda called me. So, we were on the phone for, like, an hour. That definitely made the time go by. And then, I was just, like, on TikTok and stuff. And then i was just kind of like lounging on the chairs but that whole situation was not fun i don't think i got home until like 3 a.m and usually that's fine like i feel like i can stay up until like 3 to 4 a.m on a work night and still wake up and be like tired but okay but something about traveling and not coming home until 3am is a completely different story like just laying in bed staying up until 3am is totally different than like moving around and like speed walking being on alert being in the uber and then getting home like it's just a whole different thing and so I was definitely super tired and then on Tuesday at work I worked from home but i was just so tired i was like i i just can't like it was just so hard but it ended up being okay like i was just happy that i was home but it was just a whole situation and i still have to reach out to southwest because i feel like they're usually pretty good about giving vouchers and stuff And so I definitely want to get compensated for this because it was definitely their mistake. Like, yes, they couldn't control the weather, but they could have sent out that message earlier so that people could like have more time to change their travel plans. But because they didn't, like we all had to suffer so definitely need to do that but yeah it was so annoying that my flight was delayed for so long like over three hours that's just like so long but it ended up being okay and then i was in boston and so ever since then you know i've just been chilling but yeah That was basically my Florida adventure. I will say also, my Uber driver home was also like a little bit sketchy because it's like 2 30 a.m. and then he was just like a little bit creepy. So I was like, oh my gosh, like, not this. Like, let me just get home. It ended up being fine. And then he was also like, okay, just like study hard. And I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, you are in college, right? And I was like, no, I'm working. And he's like, oh. So yeah, I did get that. But anyways, it was just overall, besides the travel days, a 10 out of 10 experience. It was so fun getting to see Amanda and just hang out with her and be able to do a ton of fun stuff. But yeah, that is part two of the Florida saga adventure recap whatever I hope you enjoyed um I know I did it was just so fun I also feel like these type of episodes are so fun because I just have like so many updates and like as much as this podcast is for y'all I feel like it's also kind of for me because like I can always listen back and be like oh my gosh like this is a very like this is almost like my very public journal in a way and so I know that I also appreciate these episodes like I know from a year from now like if I'm listening back I'll be like oh my gosh I can't believe I did all that with Amanda but yeah hopefully you enjoyed hopefully it was like a fun little escape from the everyday And I hope you have an amazing Monday or whatever day you're listening to this. Hope you're having an amazing rest of the week. Hopefully you get some fall drinks and really, you know, thrive off of the fun fall vibes that are going on. And yeah, with that, I will talk to you all next week. Bye.